Welcome to The Manifesting Formula. I'm Christine Rizzo. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be back. And I have a very special episode for you all. We are going to talk about the steps in solving any problem. What does this have to do with manifesting, you ask? I will tell you, if you can't solve your problems and you focus on them, you are going to keep creating more problems because the universe can only give you more of what you give thought to. You can tell it's my first episode back. I'm talking a lot. (laughs) Keep listening, my friends, because I missed you. And so you can find out how to solve any problem. Hello, my beautiful friends. How are you all? Can I tell you how much I have missed each and every one of you? Oh my gosh, so much. I'm serious. It's true. I couldn't wait to start writing episodes again. It's amazing when you listen to your intuition and you give yourself the time that was needed to get the things finished that I was working on, how everything opened up for me, meaning my mind became clear for me to write all new content. And I am so excited to dig into today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed your new year and that you started to write your intentions, making a list of what you want to bring into the year of 2022. Have you continued to write your gratitudes in your journal? I hope so. Remember that you need to stay consistent with doing positive things in your life. And if you have been consistent with setting your intentions, writing your gratitudes every day and being positive, I know that many of you have been seeing big changes in your life. You've started to feel the effects of good energy flowing around you. There are a few things that we are going to do before we jump into today's episode. First, I want to give a big shout out to Rincon Tarasco. I hope I said that right, (laughs) who left me a short but very sweet five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And this is what they wrote. This is hands down one of the best podcasts I have come across. This is one smart lady. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, my friend, for leaving me this review. Huge smiles creeping up my face. I truly appreciate you taking the time to leave me such a great review. And I totally agree with you. (laughs) I think I'm one smart lady too. I used to not feel that way about myself for years when I was in high school. I always felt average, not smart, and not stupid, just in the middle. Because I didn't try in high school. I didn't care much and I didn't ever do my best. What we were taught really wasn't interesting to me. I didn't care about history back then, let alone math beyond the basics. Who really needed to learn pre-calculus, let alone calculus, if you aren't going into a career that needed to use that? I always thought we should be learning about life, life situations, how to be in a relationship or how to act like an adult, how to be a mom how to handle any problem that may come our way in life. Now, that would have been interesting. And guess what? I would have gotten a 4.0. How do I know that? Because when I went to school to become a life coach, I knew that this is where my passion was. This is what I would excel in, and I did. I was one of the best life coaches in my class that I graduated with. And now I teach everything that I learned about life at my school. And our students are loving it. It is changing their lives and they couldn't be happier. I had a passion to help others and it comes out in my coaching, in my podcast, and in my teaching at the academy. 
So I agree with Rincon Tarasco. I am one smart lady. It was through finding my passion and running with that, realizing that I am and can be whoever I want to be, as long as I believe that to be my truth. We all have the power to believe that we are whoever we want to be through the words that we tell ourselves. Okay, my friends, it's time to come from a place of gratitude so we can feel the love for what we are thankful for. So tell me, what are you thankful for today? Feel the love, feel the emotion of love and sit in that feeling for a few minutes. Feel how good it feels. Take it in, my friends. Today, I'm grateful for the time that I took with centering myself with writing content for the Academy, as well as writing content for new courses that I created and for writing content for this podcast. I am in the middle of creating a new online course called How You Can Solve Any Problem by Retraining Your Brain. So you can solve any problem. And in today's episode, you are going to get a little taste of the course. Oh my gosh, my friends, it's so good. And it's packed with lots of content with so much value given in this course. I can't wait to release it. Soon, my friends, I will keep you all updated. Get those journals out. It's time to add a few new affirmations to your list. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, I am becoming the most beautiful version of myself with each new day. Number two, I release any old habits that no longer serve me. Number three, I focus on what is in my power and ignore what I can't control. And number four, I will keep pursuing my dreams until they manifest into my reality. Keep those journals close by. This is definitely an episode you will want to take lots of notes. Okay, let's get into today's episode. The first three steps to solving any problem. Problems are only problems when we give them meaning. What most people think are problems aren't usually problems at all. Most of our problems are due to our thinking. There are six steps to solving any problem, and I'm going to teach you all six so you can start manifesting the life you deserve to have. Some of you may not always need all six, and some of you may need all six steps. But once you understand all six, it will give you the formula to tackle any issue that comes your way. So write this down. Step one is you want to identify the problem that you are having. You want to separate all the facts from your thoughts. This is very important to understand. What is a thought and what is a fact? Because most of us will think that our thoughts are real facts when they aren't. Facts have to be provable in a court of law. They have to be something that everyone would agree upon. Saying something like, my friend is mean, is not a fact, because someone else may disagree with that statement. Not everyone agrees on the same things. It's not a fact that can be proven. Let me give you an example of a fact, a tree. Everyone would agree upon a tree being a tree. Or if you are married, you either have a wife or a husband. That is a fact. Things that are provable to everyone. If your friend didn't invite you to a party that she was throwing, that is a fact. The statement, my friend is mean, is a thought. 
The fact that she didn't invite you to her party is not a problem at all for anyone until you have a thought about it. Your thinking about it is what creates the problem. You see, you get to decide. You have full control over what is a problem for you and what isn't. If you make it mean something like, she's mean, she doesn't love me, she doesn't care about me, she's not my best friend anymore, those thoughts are all creating the problem. My friends, are you picking up what I'm putting down? (laughs) You see, you have the power to interpret anything any way you want to. Let's say she didn't invite you on purpose because she wanted to be mean to you. And that was her intention. That still isn't a problem until you have a thought about it. That is what makes it a problem. And you don't have to make it a problem. What this is going to do for you is it's going to give you all of your emotional responsibility back. I know, I know. Who wants to be responsible, right? It's more fun blaming everyone and everything else for why we feel the way we do. Sorry, my friends, but if we continue to act like emotional children, then we will stay on a low frequency and we won't be able to manifest what we really want into our lives. We will just keep attracting what we don't want by default. You are going to start taking responsibility. If you're upset about something, it's because of the way you're thinking about it and it's because of what you are making the problem mean. Anyone can do whatever it is they want. And you get to decide how you want to feel about whatever it is they do. It's a choice. It's never a problem until you start thinking about it. And the way you think about it is what creates the problem. From the meaning you are putting behind whatever the person did. Let me give you another example. Let's say you're 10 pounds underweight according to a chart on some website. Is that really a problem? I don't know. It depends on the way you're choosing to think about it. If you choose to think, that chart is ridiculous. I feel great in my body. I don't feel underweight. I'm very healthy. It's not a problem for me that the scale says that I'm 10 pounds less than I should be. Then it's not a problem for you. Though someone else might see the same chart and they may have thoughts like, oh my gosh, I'm underweight. I don't understand. I can't gain a single pound. I have problems. I eat so much, whatever I want, and I still can't gain weight. If someone chooses to think about it that way, then all of a sudden they have a problem. You see, it's the same exact circumstance with the same exact facts, but the choice of how you think about it is what determines whether or not it's a problem for you. So the first thing you need to do is think about a problem you have. This can be any problem. You can either think about one that's so severe and intense that you can barely think about it without having anxiety, or it can be just a little minor problem that you're having in your life. Pick anyone you want, but just pick one. Hold it in your mind and think about it. Okay, now you want to identify how you think about the problem. As you're likely beginning to realize, it's never really the problem that's the problem. It's how you think about the problem. I cannot even begin to tell you how much truth there is to this. Problems aren't problems until we think about them and make them problems. A problem for one person isn't necessarily a problem for another one. The easiest way to understand this is to separate out the facts of the problem from your thoughts about it. Facts are always neutral. I know they may not always seem neutral, but they are. What you make the facts mean is what creates the problem. 
For example, if you get fired from your job, you might make it mean you're a failure. Then you have a problem. You might take it even further to mean that now you won't have any money and that you won't be able to pay your mortgage. Then you have an even bigger problem. But you could also make it mean that now you have this amazing opportunity in front of you. The fact I got fired stays the same, but your thinking is what determines the extent of the problem. Next, you want to identify what you are focusing on. The other thing that you have to remember when it comes to problems is not just how you're thinking about them, but also what you are focusing on. Most of the time when we have a problem, we keep focusing on the problem, talking about the problem, calling our friends about the problem. Then we talk to ourselves about it again and even find ourselves waking up in the middle of the night thinking about the problem, going on and on and on about the problem that it's hard for us to let go of. We spend so much wasted energy thinking about the problem that we aren't focused on thinking about a solution to the problem. We wind up spending so much unnecessary time explaining the problem, talking about the problem, and even making excuses about the problem. When in reality, we really need to focus on the solution to the problem. So you want to try to notice the problem and then say, okay, that happened. How do we make sure it doesn't happen again? By trying to understand why the problem happened, it will definitely help with the solution. But the main focus should be on the solution. I want you to remember these two tips when you're identifying your problem. Number one. Think about the facts. Notice the way you're thinking about them. Ask yourself, is it helpful or is it not helping at all? Number two, ask yourself if you're focused on the problem or if you've put your mind to work on the solution. Those two tips right there can be seriously life-changing, my friends. So make sure to consider them as you identify the problem you want to work on. Okay, now for step two. You want to ask yourself, why is it a problem? Why is it a problem for you? Let me give you another example so I can show you that you can actually make something into a much larger problem or a smaller problem, depending on how you choose to think about it. I also want you to know that I am not in any way suggesting that you shouldn't think about anything as a problem. I just want you to understand that it's really your thinking that is making it a problem for you. Let's say that your child, and if you don't have any children, let's pretend that you do. Say your child takes a $20 bill out of your purse. You may say, uh, I think I need to talk to my child to make sure that they know that they really shouldn't be taking money out of my purse. Or if your child already knows that they shouldn't, you may say, I'm definitely going to have a talk with them so that doesn't happen again. But another parent might say, oh my gosh, my child is a total thief and this is a huge problem. What else has he taken from me? Or they may say, this is a total reflection of me as their parent. I'm a horrible mother. Can you see how the way you think about something creates a certain level of problem in your world based on how you choose to think about it? I'm not saying that one way is better than the other in any way. What I'm saying is that you're the one that decides what kinds of problems you have. Mind-blowing, I know. The main issue is that I see with so many people, actually I should say most people, is that they don't own that they are the creators of their problems. 
They think that their problems are on the outside when in actuality, they are the one causing their own problems. There's a huge problem with that. No pun intended. The problem with this is that you lose total control over ever solving your problem when you think the problem is outside of you. If you don't understand that you are the creator of the problem, it's very difficult for you to feel like you can ever solve it. But when you understand that you were the one creating the problem, you can then find peace with knowing and then solving your problem. You may need to rewind this section a few times to really take this in. A powerful question that you will want to ask yourself about your problem is, so what? Why is this a problem for you? So I want you to think about the problem that you brought up in your mind and think about the answer to the question, so what? Why is this a problem for me? How you answer these two questions will reveal your thinking about the problem. It will reveal why it's a problem for you. You want to ask yourself, what am I making the problem mean? The problem needs to be separated out. When you ask yourself those questions, it will help to separate your thoughts from the problem. And then you will be left with the facts of the problem, which are neutral. And which also proves that your thoughts are what is making it a problem for you. Thank you all for listening to The Manifesting Formula. It feels so good to be back. Next week, we will get into the second part of this process of figuring out what you really want, as well as the rest of the steps to solving any problem. We want to not think of the things as problems so we can feel good and so we can keep our vibes high with positive energy flowing around us. Remember, my friends, that is when what we are wanting to manifest comes to us through high vibrations as to why I'm helping you clear the blocks that are holding you back from creating your best life ever. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Keep listening to The Manifesting Formula and thank you to everyone for all the reviews as well as sharing this podcast with your family and friends. If you are interested in joining the Academy, which is where you will train to become a certified life coach as well as make your own incredible transformation, you can contact me in the show notes. Sending you all so much love and abundance. And if no one has told you today, I love you. See you next week. Bye. My friends, do you wish you could take a class that would really change everything? Well, I have amazing news for you. We teach that class at the Life Coach Academy. So if you or anyone you know is wanting to create a life that you will love living, this, my friends, is the class for you. Imagine a map that showed you how to get from where you are now to where you've always dreamed to be. Imagine that this map showed you the exact steps for you to create the life you have always wanted, all in a very clear and simple way. Our program teaches you how to use the power of your mind to make your dreams come true. Your mind is the most powerful thing that you have in the world. Everything you do and the reality that you create are all caused by the thoughts within your mind. When you learn to manage the thoughts in your mind and see how easy it is to create the life you've always wanted, you will be blown away. The Life Coach Academy has the most amazing tools to help you create incredible results in your life. All you have to do is follow the simple steps we give you. So what sets us apart from other coaching schools out there, you ask? 
we transform our students so they can transform their lives first. Our six-month certification program is filled each week with life-changing information that you will learn and apply to your everyday situations. Spirituality, meditation, love, and gratitude are the conducting threads of our program because we know that mindfulness is where your power ultimately comes from. The Life Coach Academy is the only coaching school that offers this kind of spiritual teaching in their coach certification program. And our training is taught live one hour per week online from the comfort of your own home by me and Caro, who are the founders of the Academy. As part of the program, you will also meet with us for a weekly private coaching session to help with your personal transformation. Our program is very personal. We wanted a more one-on-one experience with only eight students per class. So if you crave this kind of freedom and purpose in your life, we would love for you to join our incredible group of students who are changing their lives and the lives of so many others around them. Many students have taken this course for their own personal transformation, while others take this course to become certified coaches. Either way, your life will be transformed into the person you have always wanted to be. My friends, you'll create so much confidence within yourself by evolving into a person you didn't even know existed. And your personal transformation will become your professional resume, which is what the Life Coach Academy does best, creates incredible life-changing results. So if you love what you are learning from this podcast, and if you have an interest in changing your life to one that you will love, head over to our website at www.thelifecoach.academy to read all about our incredible course. What you are going to learn in this training is going to blow your mind. Are you ready to change your life? Click the link in the show notes because this class, my friends, is the first step to creating the happy life you have always wanted. Wanted.